Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster, America's Test Table. I am a guy with something in his eye. Oh God, I'm John Baldisberger. Ah. He was fine in the green room, folks. <laughs> ah, yeah. Say your names. Go, go, go. Your names. Uh, your names. Uh, Ian Servas. I'm Mr. Paschke. Uh, and I'm Kevin Welch. I have built this empire from dirt and dust. I will not have you destroy it with your lame it's jokes. It's all in your eye right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, everything you have built. Fuck. So, um, you, you may or may not know this. I am not a, uh, I am not, I, for, for a long time, I had a lot of trouble putting my thoughts together in a coherent string, but, um, you don't say I, uh, I did not consider myself a Japanophile, uh, because while all my friends were obsessed with, uh, Japanese animation, anime, manga, um, JRPGs, I was not, uh, very much into that stuff. Um, it wasn't until I discovered, uh, Kurosawa and, like, Lone Wolf and Cub, the, uh, the Shogun's Executioner, uh, like, the really gritty stuff that, like, really focused on, like, uh, feudal Japan, uh, that I really kind of started getting interested in, uh, in media from across the, uh, across the other lake, so to speak. Uh, anyway, uh, I really want. I started doing research, and I really want to write a book um, called uh, "Honor in Jingoku," which was going to be a a oni in hell uh, serving a feudal lord, and like it was going to be samurai in hell essentially. Uh, and then I told my editor this this plan, and she's like, "Oh, cool! And uh, what connection to Japanese culture do you have?" It's like, I think it's neat. Maybe I am not the person who should write this book, uh, seeing as I have no connection. Um, and so I didn't, but in my heart, in my heart of hearts. Um, I fucking love Kurosawa. Uh, I love samurai uh, media. The, like Samurai games, Ghost of Tsushima uh, was something I put hours and hours into. Um, and all them boxes. Oh, oh, just following them foxes, baby. Uh, it just uh, the newest Monster Hunter game uh, kind of went away from the Western fantasy look and like took like all the monsters in the game are kind of based on uh, yokai and uh, the armor is all more Eastern armor styles and weapons and it's just super cool. Um, you know, I. Sorry. I was going to say, also, uh, call out the fact that we've also played Yokai Hunter Society. We did play Yokai Hunter Society. Was uh, that about a year ago? Yes. Uh, almost, a, almost to the year, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, there's lots of cool stuff. Um, I'm, really, I'm really kind of enamored. Uh, there's also some really... What's interesting is uh, the Meiji era, the Meiji Restoration, coincided with the, like, like the the end of the samurai era coincides with the birth of American weird fiction, uh, in the like late twenties, early thirties, um, and so you have Japanese 
uh, authors who were like kind of being influenced by that that wave of horror, uh, like Lovecraft and Howard, writing weird fiction, but set in like late feudal Japan. And, and it's a fun fact: there was a 22-year window in which a samurai could have sent a fax to Abraham Lincoln. I was really hoping we could avoid that that meme, <laughs> but no, no, we cannot. I just looked it up because I was like, I need to fact check that before I say it on the media, because <clears throat> we have integrity here, Wandering Monster. Yeah, and integrity so out means like, Integrity, like not interrupting the introduction, introductory monologue. Yeah, that's strike two for me today. Sorry. <laughs> I'll say my third strike when you're least expecting it. So, uh, so I say, I say all of this to say that uh, Samurai kick ass. Like, feudal Japanese media and stories are a lot of fun and very cool. I was just on here last week talking about how I like games that don't kind of feed into the um, standard Eurocentric stuff. So uh, I think what I really want to do is find a game that you can play, you know, you can play these figures from, from like, J these Japanese historical heroes, right? Uh, the archers and the and the samurai and of course like we can't talk about that without talking about the the masterless samurai the ronin i think that'd be cool to be able to play ronin anyway ian what are we playing tonight uh so we are playing my little pony and we are yes. all friendship is magic ah uh, fantastic that, that's I said, I I said that's right. that was that was the third strike i set up i set up the joke and you just um, that means though that yeah, I'm gonna let you have a flawless outro. It means I'm not gonna interrupt your outro that's at all. Bullshit! So you know it. You know that's not true. I'm gonna go get a I will beer behave myself. I will no. behave myself. No. So we are no. playing Ronin, which is a wildly successful Kickstarter right now, which is a samurai hack, if you will, of Morkborn. In fact, there are, if you are one of our lucky live listeners, we, there are a couple of hours left in the Kickstarter and it has raised over 78,000 uh, USD in its success. All the kicks, all the stress goals are completely maxed out and it is a gorgeous book. In fact, when I did a call out earlier to us playing Yokai Hunter Society, one of the uh, main artists of that is one of the artists for the book, that was uh, Punkpador. But, um, Ronin is written by such a Lightfoot and is supported by uh, Dominic Rosey and uh, Jack Byron Bentley, Michael O'Farrell, and a bunch of other uh, colorful characters have really brought this book together. And in fact, when John was saying that it really needs, this type of material needs to be handled appropriately, there's even a sensitivity reader on this to make sure that everything is aligned and handled respectfully, even some more of the more... Um, sometimes difficult to navigate concepts like um, seppuku are mentioned in here but handled tactfully with enough mechanisms that make it engaging for gameplay without um, being mired in um, irresponsible handling so this is a great morkborg um, variant if you want to really explore that um, i'm trying to figure out a non-eurocentric way of saying sword and sorcery um, but I guess that can be universal. So we are going to be playing the introductory adventure, Blood Reigns Over the Crimson Jungle, which uh, was written by Camille Mera. And 
why don't we let our colorful cast of characters introduce themselves and we'll talk a little bit about the game and then get started okay so since we're doing that uh i think um i might go first today because i'm mr paschke and not only that but i'm also charles paschke so but tonight that's not me tonight i'll be playing zen shakamoto zen shakamoto or as the people who fear me call me the black shadow i'll be playing a, a drunken monk uh so um the drunker i get the more effective my fight style is and uh yeah real question are you in real life going to be inebriating yourself to be fully in character are you method acting i really this evening? don't know ian i really is that red bull no it's not um oh, it is... I, I couldn't tell yeah it, i was like that's an ultra. Ultra. It's, like, it's an ultra or it's a red bull does, does, it doesn't get does mr not know what a beer is mr Paschke doesn't know what a beer is but when you're hung over and you just want you know to feel a little bit more comfortable Mick Ultra. It's what I have left over in my fridge. And if you've never seen Mr. Paschke's <laughs> chugging videos, he chugs like a champ. I haven't um, done those in probably eight years. A week? Uh, <laughs> you did one of the Mountain Dews, the hard oh, Mountain Dews. Oh, yeah, I did do the Mountain Dews about three weeks ago because okay. I finally got to try them. And that watermelon is surprisingly the best one. That doesn't surprise me too much. So um, we have Black yeah. Shadow followed by... Um, I'm Kevin once again. Uh, my character is uh, Michiko Okada. <laughs> Sorry, that's gonna be rough. Uh, but people know him as Tiger of Hell. Um, I'm playing an. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh, I'm gonna be playing an Omni. I'm gonna butcher this so hard. I'm sorry. On Mioji, uh, which is let me pull up the thing it's uh, uh according to the thing a conduit of the spirit world so that means i get to be messing with uh spooky spirity stuff neat on the parallel and to oh. the spell casting classes in Morkborn, there are the variants of clean and unclean scrolls um so we will get into that um okay it's John now. Um, usually I wait for Bridget to say her piece. Um, oh, and just so y'all know, um, both of our uh, co-hosts, the reason why Kevin is gracing us with his presence, and we're very grateful. Uh, if you don't know, by the way, Kevin is like the Vanishart Games uh, playtester captain. Uh, I send him games we're working on, and he, he reads through it, lets me know if there's confusion, and then he'll run it for his group uh, to help us make sure the games we uh, are publishing kick ass and are fun. Um. Uh, free games, but yeah, <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, but both Bridget and uh Mr. Bernard are currently taking care of their furry friends. Uh, so please send your good vibes to uh Babette hey, and to Bridget's uh kittens, and uh give them love. Anyway, uh tonight. I am going to be inhabiting the soul of Daichi Hattori, um, who is Italian-Japanese, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a forgotten ronin. Uh, 
I don't like his nickname, so I'm not. He doesn't go by it. Uh, you can make a different nickname. Uh, what was your, you know, gastropod? Uh, <laughs> he's known as Ballast the opium. Not. He's known as the opium tiger. Um, dope. Too many tigers. <laughs> he's called the rubbish tiger. <laughs> um, that's Ogloff. Uh, shout out if you are not aware. First was a Troika reference, and then it was uh, an Ogloff. I think it. I think Ogloff hit it first, actually. Yeah. I think Troika got from Ogloff. Uh, anyway, uh, I am. I am a Ronin. Um. I I used to serve a a master uh, as a as a high and mighty samurai, and then uh, my uh, my master sold his soul to demons, and I said, I don't think I'm going to follow you down this path, and I uh, killed my way out of service, and now uh, now I'm a Ronin with no master and no honor. Well, no honor that others afford me. I feel like I have honor and also uh, good looks and also lots of money. I don't have a lots lot. of money. And I don't have good looks. Oh, you there's got a good lot. looks, and you'll get the good money. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot to love about the book from just like a playtesting document and not having seen the full document. And one of the mechanisms that comes into play is the honor mechanism. And so we'll see that in play a little bit as characters need to act in line with their virtues or suffer dishonor. Having a higher amount of honor allows you to um, get benefits when you make your next character, which may or may not happen since we're rolling with a smaller party. So um, this game takes kind of place in a parallel to the dying worlds of Morkborg instead of playing in Kaginoshima, um, which is also in its death throes. So instead of everyone fighting for enough silver as miserable bastards that live out the dying days, you are instead focused on trying to reclaim as much and retain as much as your honor as possible so you can live nobly and truthfully in the dying days. So I like that little bit of variance. So good thing we have three paragons of virtue playing this evening. What could like, possibly go wrong? Like broken, like we're broken. Like the drunken monk and I are broken, but we are still like no. I still have my honor, though. It doesn't. Still my yeah. honor. Your your body and your spirit are related to, but not wholly responsible for your honor. So, with that, why don't we begin? So. Actually, since the three of you are from very different backgrounds, uh, besides being in the same village together, as a quick um, pre-introduction here, how do the three of you know each other? I woke up and they were there. They remember meeting me. I'm just going with it because they don't seem too opposed to me. But I don't actually remember because I was really drunk. Damn, that's uh, good. I think that um, myself and the archer, uh, I can't remember your name, sir. Uh, Mishiko? Mishiko. Me and Mishiko served the same house, and we both decided not to uh, follow them into damnation. Uh, so we kind of, uh, we, we travel the world together, um, uh, trying to, like, make ends meet. Uh, and maybe hopefully find a new master, but not really expecting to. 
Yeah, and uh, he's probably keeping me out of trouble since I'm a bit of a klepto and seem to have uh, self-destructive uh, tendencies. So he tries to keep me in line, and I try to keep him upright. I am addicted to uh, opium. And then I supply him opium, I guess. This is actually on my character sheet, by the way. <laughs> I am. I am. I am That's not. That is not John. Just being like, hey, you know what's cool? Drugs. I'm gonna put them in this game too. Uh, although I, you really, I know there's a brand. <laughs> but, really getting into this character. But it was a. It was. A, <laughs> So if, y'all, if you need me, I'll just be over there chasing the dragon. <laughs> so your character funded the East India Trading Company. Uh, my my character is a victim of the East India Trading Company, more than likely. Well, with that, since all of you are struggling to, it sounds like, stay vertical and are trying to find opportunities to retain your honor, but still struggling with your vices. Um, You've all banded together in mutual support and uh, chasing said dragons, if it is you uh, lovingly said. So you are currently staying within a small village in between your travels, just kind of looking for the opportunity to really find some type of heroic opportunity to reclaim yourself, or if anything, get yourself another calabash or sake. And you know you've been doing all kinds of substances and been in various types of liquors and rice wines, um, but you're disturbed from your sleep one night by, A, bad dreams of a spectral figure, but more than anything, a strange scent of blood in the air. And when you stir from sleep and you light a lantern, you see that there is this red smoke that is hanging in the air. It's like a faint trail of red smoke that swirls around you and seems to be pulling you out into the forest. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to uh, nudge the monk with my foot to try to get him up. Uh, Wake him up from his stupor. I don't... You... Who... Why? 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 Why am I awake? Why are you... Who are... What's up? Hello? I I just I wordlessly nod to... You know, I I wordlessly nod to the, the red mist. Oh, one of those again. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Just let me real quick. I gotta. I don't think it's time for you to be doing that. Then get. I don't think up. Get up. you're allowed to tell me how to live my life. I am a professional at what I do. Red mist. Ugh. Red All mist. Right. Okay. Very. Technically, he is the professional, and the rest of you are just hobbyists. Well, then, by all means, professional. Thank you. All right, so there's a madness situation going on here. I got it. Cool. Um, does anyone have a water? Just real quick. 
Um, check, check your pack. All of you, all of you should in your backpack. You should. It's not written, but all of you have at least one unit of water and one unit of food because you spend those when you do your rests. Okay. I eat my food and I drink my water and then I have another sake to you know equal Wash it everything down. out. Yeah. Is you the know what red the red mist, mist is? Uh, do, can I do a roll to know what the red mist is? None of you are familiar with this, per se, um, except for you. Uh, do you want to be called Tiger of Hell, or do you want to be called Mashiko? What, um, what was your preference? Uh, Mashiko's fine. Okay. Um, if anyone, you might be able to kind of discern the spiritual essence of this. And you know that this is some form of summons, that it's from an otherworldly source. Okay. Uh, Not it's... malign, it's just how it materializes. Okay, and it's drawing us, or it's like beckoning us closer to it? <clears throat> yes. Uh Honorable gentlemen, I believe we, uh, the red mist over there is pulling us, calling to us, uh, beckoning us to uh, venture forward towards it. Okay. That's... I'm in. All right. Well. Daiachi? Very well. Have I ever led you astray? Many a time. That's I, fair. But I, have I done I it today? Into my, I reach into my pack and pull out my my wide straw hat and put it on. I adjust my uh my katana, and then uh I strap on the uh my fist weapons, which are you know the the bar with the like the big metal claws that come over it of your fingers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thunder claws. I I essentially immediately look like well. This motherfucker's gonna get me killed again, so... Alright, who's, who's taking point? Uh, I will. Alright, roll me d d10. I will not. Uh, okay. one second. Kevin, roll me d d10. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. It's a three. Alright. So, when you step out of your accommodations, you're hit with just intense wind that just rips through the trees, but yet the red mist that still hangs there in the air, unmoved by the breeze. Uh, when you follow it into the forest, it trails and curves around various trees until it leads to a solitary hidden shrine. When you uh, get within just a little bit of the shrine, a phantom figure also made of red mist materializes in front of you. The person locks eyes seemingly at each of you at the same time and speaks with a voice that seems to be coming from the canopy of the trees rather than their mouth, saying, My kingdom has been cursed. The halls of my temple tainted with the blood of my subjects on the day of my father's coronation. Please, brave warriors, I beg of you to travel to the Scarlet Temple and put an end to those who tarnished my honor. The moment he says brave warriors, I kind of look at either side of me and 
even even though you do that, those eyes and that figure follow your eyes as you turn your head. Oh, that's unnerving. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine, guys. Um, I. Where is your kingdom? It is a day's ride from here. It is in, well, what is now known as the Crimson Jungle. It has swallowed my land since it has been tarnished with dishonor. Do we know anything about this Crimson Jungle? Just if it's a day's ride away. Have we heard about it? Do we know any rumors or folklore about it? You know that the nearest uh, village to it is Itsuno, and from there you can get passage to um, a, you take a, a boat from there. You cross a, uh, a lake and then you're in this fetid jungle land that was once a beautiful kingdom of some kind but the records are somehow a little bit sketchy and lost you've heard some type of ballads about this place um but some of the precise details have been lost something about a terrible eclipse something about a curse something about the trail a lot of it's kind of kind of been lost through retelling but you know that it is a mysterious place full of beasts according to the stories you've heard but you've never been there and you've never met anyone who's been to the crimson jungle so no drinking songs that i might have picked up in a tavern about the crimson jungle that is um make me a hmm. Trying to think what would correspond to your drinking this. Why don't you make me a uh, resilience check to see if you were sober enough to remember? Okay. What are those stories? Uh, so for you, your bonus would be. Oh, minus two, so... Oh, okay, that's great. Four? Nah. You remember something about... Lots of sake. Mm. It was warm. I remember that. Yeah. Delicious. So, the figure looks expectantly as if wanting to know if you are going to take this challenge or... If he was wrong in calling you brave warriors. Uh, I I look uh I look at um uh the tiger of hell and kinda raise an eyebrow. I'll glance back over at uh uh Dayashi and kinda look back at the figure and like what uh will there be any sort of uh compensation for uh taking care of this issue for you what my i i immediately like raise a hand and say there's no need for that 
So now I, as no you say that, one of your core virtues um, is compassion. So if you really say that to a, a creature from beyond this plane that is asking for your help, that is going to impugn your honor just a bit. Are you proceeding with saying that? Sorry to you, Kevin. Oh, is that uh, is yeah. that my Yeah, you, you just said that. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, that's what the uh, when this is a, a debt of honor. Now you there's that's not leading. It's just like is that within your character? If so, one of so with the honor mechanism, it makes it clear as the communication between GM and player to know that if you're going to be doing an action that may affect your honor, and so I'm just making that overtly clear. Okay. Uh, with saying that and with uh, Dashi kind of uh, saying that we're going to take care of this uh, uh, on our honor, I will – I apologize. Yes, we, we – I can't free your land from <laughs> We will free your land from the tyranny of its corruption. There we go. Yeah, what he said. Monk. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I... We will we will find you some spirits when we get there. Come, we have all right. Finger guns don't exist yet. All right, they do. It would just be your whole arm. Oh, oh. finger finger cannons, finger rifles. <laughs> no, they they did. They did. and the, there are those guns in the core rulebook. If you like that kind of flintlock, um, I. Uh, I really enjoy the game Samurai Warriors, um, and also uh, uh, Anamusha. Uh, there was a game called Anamusha Tactics in which you could play heroes from uh, from certain conflicts, uh, and the guns were fun. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Right, so yeah, nice. appropriate. Cool. <laughs> oh, I, I well, I mean, I guess I, I should be corrected that there is the um, who I am terrible with pronunciation, um, Tagamashima, the pistol with a flint match lock mechanism. So I guess you get one finger gun, then you have to fix and reload and powder. But um, all right, so with that, um, for sake of expediency, uh, there is a montage of you going across this dark windswept forest in the direction of the village of Itsuno, upon which uh, you meet a young man who seems to know of your coming, um, knowing Miyaso, takes you, gives you lodging, and then the next day takes you on a boat to the crimson jungle. The man is very somber as he pilots the boat closer and closer to the jungle. Um, and when he drops you off on the shores, he tells you to good luck and that you'll need to find your own way back because this is a, a one-way trip. And he rows the boat back. So it is a... As you are getting, as you approach the island and the jungle itself, the sky gets darker and darker. In fact, it's just like there are dark clouds that have engulfed this place, 
and putting this place into an even darker gloom than the dying world was already put into. Uh, whoever feels so lucky, roll me a d6. I'll give it a shot. Oh, nope, too late. Go for it. Five. Okay. So, it is exceptionally dark, and you hear a whole panoply of strange insects and animals, creatures, uh, chirping in the dark thick of this place. Um, you can see that the plants and the vegetation are grown wild, and you hear various things stalking in the depths of the jungle. Where you are, you are on a wide black sand beach and you're just kind of seeing this solid wall of jungle in front of you, menacingly. On the edge of the sand, right towards the transition into the jungle, you can see that there's a small shrine, and strewn across the sand in both directions are several bodies in various stages of decaying or bloating. There's also a path that leads deeper into the jungle from here. Uh, can we uh, check the bodies? Yeah. See All if right. there's any signs of uh, struggle or anything. Okay. Uh, so, someone roll me D66. All right. Uh, 24. So the first corpse that you come um, up to is very bloated, and you can't exactly tell what was the cause of death. There are various animal bites, but they look to be kind of cursory as this edible. Next to the person's body, wrapped very carefully to waterproof it, is a collection of valuable books. They seem to be very old. It's uh, worth 100 Ryu. So, on one hand, looting looting body is not great. On the other hand, though, like letting letting valuable knowledge uh, slip away is also not super great. Um, hmm. Uh, do like as a monk, would I recognize the books? Some of them are collections of poetry that there's one whole book on just haiku there's another one that's about the treatise of meditation and then there's one that looks like maybe this person was sketching but it seems to be about the strange plants of this place well that's important knowledge it would be a loss for that to not make it back so uh, um yeah sure. let's let's wrap this up in like a a pack and and if nothing else we can return it to the lord once we free the land uh for Perfect. his libraries and if not we can make sure it gets to a a temple or somewhere of learning okay i i can pick it up and put it in a pack make sure it's still wrapped up in the the wrappings the waterproof wrappings that it had on it yeah okay
So we we move deeper then we, since we checked the body? So there are other bodies that you can look. There is a small shrine, and then just a little bit to the east of the shrine is an overgrown path that leads deeper into the jungle. What's the is shrine it, to? Um, it looks just to be a general shrine to the spirits of nature. Okay, I would. It's I would not take dedicated to a god. Oh, pardon my characters. She says like uh, harmony, I believe. So I would, I would like take a second, like whatever bit of coin I have, I would make a deposit. I don't. Is that what they do? Yeah, uh, an offering. Yeah, I would do an there offering. Take the time to like light some incense and bow, maybe. Or went out for the spirits. Now, what you can do is there is a meditation function in this. If you want to spend an hour here, you can gain one honor and you get a plus one to stat checks for one stat for the next hour. Ooh. Okay. So if you want yeah. to do that. Real time hour, um, though, right? So we're just going to, this is the stream for the next hour. Uh, yes. Yeah, and then at the end of the hour, you have to check the little meditation box on your character sheet. Yeah. I I won't put you on the spot, but when at various points in this game, when it comes to meditation and your reflection and your honor, there are mechanisms for writing and reciting haiku. Have any of you so want to share a haiku after your hour of meditation here on the edge of the jungle? Otherwise, we will move forward. I, um, thing you may not know about me, uh, I am a licensed meditation teacher. I didn't. I fully expected you to say a kaiju poet. Uh, <laughs> okay, you should probably know that I've written more than the sh my share of poetry. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I did study uh, Japanese poetry and interesting side note, Rafa James White takes a lot of the inspiration when he writes poetry uh, from Japanese verse. But yeah. But, and as a quick correction, your benefit is better than I, I mentioned. It's not just for an hour, it's for the rest of the day. So choose oh. after your meditation, if you want plus one to your vigor tests, your swiftness, your spirit, or your resiliency. Um, in the meantime, I need one of you to roll me d4. Oh, I'll roll it. I like it. Yeah. Nice. One. The end of your meditation as you're getting ready to transition back to the corporeal world, you hear the sound of this, like a cricketing sound of a thousand insects that drones out everything else. And then you hear a twig snap and everything goes back to this kind of eerie silence. Like it was more silent than it's been so far. Okay. Um, on the shrine itself, uh, you said there's like offerings and like incense and mm -hmm. stuff. So burning. Yes. Um, I'm going to kind of keep an eye on these guys real quick. And then if once they're not looking, I'm going to uh, lick my finger and my thumb and put out one of the incenses and put it in my pack. Absolutely. Um, How rude. Well, I mean, it says well, it's, steals. It's, it's, it's this negative quirk. Um, I... I 
I can still call it rude. It, yes, I was going to say it is a, a dishonorable thing to take it from a shrine, but you just got an honor from meditating, so it's a bit of a wash, but I, I, I appreciate your dedication to your character. Uh, maybe the incense will come in handy later. Um, so when I'm lighting my you... opium. <laughs> exactly. So all of you have had chance to meditate, and so that path deeper into the jungle calls you forward. Um, as you take this path deeper into the jungle, there are hundreds of beautiful flowers of all colors just sticking out from various crags in the path. Somehow at the base of trees, you couldn't see any of this brilliance and beauty from the outside. And you see that some of these things are, are within just hand's reach. Uh, I need all of you to roll me a d8. I got a two. Okay. Eight. I got an eight as well. Two and eight. So the flowers or plants you see the most are gray orchids with petals that are as sharp as daggers when you get too close to it. Um, in fact, uh, you... Um, what was the final moniker or what should I be calling your character, John? Uh, Hattori. Hattori, okay. Um, you even get some cuts across your shin from just how sharp these petals are. They look like they're soft, but they cut right through your pants. Um, and the two of you see clusters of pretty flowers, but they kind of hide these giant human-sized Venus flytraps that seem to be tracking you as you take this path deeper into the jungle. Baller. It opens into a small clearing um, into the woods. And from here, you see a couple of things that get your attention. And you start to kind of feel that, you know, your hackles rising a bit. You see a hollow in the ground. And you see the road forks into two darker paths within the jungle. To your left, you can just see something that looks like, um, I don't know, tops of trees, maybe a grove, and far kind of twisting in the dark path to your right, you see outcroppings of rocks. It's kind of hard to tell what in the gloom. Uh, I am uh, reminded of uh, an old proverb uh, uh, when coming to a, a fork in life itself uh, that uh, to take the left path, uh, the left is uh, law, is uh, kind of how it kind of, I'm paraphrasing, but uh, perhaps we should go to the left. Take the left hand path. Left hand path. What do you? Yeah. I'm down. Go. If the two scholars say that we're going to go left, we go left. <laughs> okay. So, um, as you are doing that, um, are any of you checking out this hollow, this hole or burrow into the ground? Um. That's not leading. I just need to know. I don't think I do. Okay. Uh, maybe in passing, just kind of 
peering over, but. All right, and then I need one of you to roll me a d10. I got it. A three. All right. So, um, as you pass by and taking the left-hand path, you begin to hear the sounds of kissing echoing from that hollow. You see a flash of something rainbowy that that kind of flickers within the hole itself. Um, as you are, I'm assuming, are you taking the point? Um, I just want to keep calling you Tiger Hell because that somehow <laughs> comes to the forefront rather that, than your real name. So you have to forgive me, but Tiger Hell is just Tiger too cool. Just do it. Tiger That's Hell. Fine. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, can you yeah, make I'll take me a, yeah, make me a swiftness check. Swiftness. Okay. Uh, 11 on the die, so 11. All right. Uh, so as you are passing by and taking that left-hand path, there is the sound of this even a higher-pitched, like, pressurized hiss sound. And you see this brilliant flash of scales that cuts through the gloom, and you feel this sharp burning sensation on your leg. And you see that there is a rainbowy serpent that is attached to your leg. Um, and your leg absolutely burns. I need you to roll me a resilience. Resilience. Oh, I actually... Uh, so with the meditation, it added a, uh, a plus one to any of the scores for the day, right? That's correct. Okay, and that didn't go away when I did. Oh, you, the... didn't, you, know, you didn't say. It, uh, you, did you uh, have it for your swiftness? I, I had it for resilience because that's the only okay. one I have a negative in. So I just wanted okay. to. Yeah, let you that have be it. Beforehand. Correct. Okay. It's for the whole day. Okay. Uh, that's a four on the die. So four. On a d20? On a d20. Okay. Normally, when someone rolls that low, there's like uh, five minutes of bargaining that happens and uh, explaining of how the die roll happened. I'm not saying any of us in the show does this, <laughs> but it's just all right. Um, so the um, you feel your leg begin to just swell. The serpent uh, slithers off into the jungle, and you see that your leg is just squirting out blood and like very viscous venom that's running down um so you take uh d4 points of damage um from the bite oh okay. so that is oh that is not good at all uh so that's four points of damage from the bite and two points of damage from the venom oh so that's six altogether yeah. Oh, uh, I am. I am down. All right. So you are down. So this is kind of this odd thing. You say left hand path. Something there's good about the left hand path, and then you just basically drop like a sack of rotten rice as this serpent comes out of nowhere. Now you're not dead yet. Um, so your companions, um, you see your friend drop, and their serpent runs off, and there may be more serpents in that nest you're not exactly sure how do you navigate the situation myself 
No, I said your companions. Oh yeah, okay. I was gonna say I'm not doing shit. Yeah, you're 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 occupied um, at the moment. So do we hear it? Um, I, no, I you're right next. You're like you're you're walking together, and he's taking point, about to go on this left hand path, walking um, past that hole that is point and everything. Yeah. You can't okay. miss someone being bitten by a serpent to death in front of you. At least you don't know how drunk the character is. Well, you spent an hour sobering up. That's true. Okay, in that case, I would pull up my my sake thing. I would pour it on the wound, and I try to suck out the venom. Um, I just. I'm sorry to interrupt, but just just so you know, I uh, I am covered in boils as well. I'm assuming head to toe covered in boils. Love so, it. A, I certainly hope that snake that bit me has got a mouthful of pussy boiled juice. And second, second you're about to. It, second, yeah. All so I think you gave that snake syphilis, so. <laughs> well, it's even trade, I suppose. Serpentine syphilis. <laughs> I mean, we, we've got another option. We could cut cut his leg off. So that the venom doesn't go to his heart. Um, so wait, are you sucking the venom or cutting the foot off? I I want to. Uh, I've got the sake ready. If it comes down I to need, it, I will do it. But I need to know. I don't know what to do. I'm not a medical professional like you are. I'm not that kind of monk. <laughs> uh, suck. All right, I pour I pour some alcohol on it to try and like. You know, is, wash away. Is he obviously in pain? Or is he, he is is obviously he dead? Like in shock. Well, he's, he's foaming at the mouth and he's laying very still. Parts of his limbs are twitching just a bit. Okay. You don't think I, he's um, having a good time. He's he's kind of gurgling and moaning, but you don't think that good. far. I don't think I'm going to yeah. gonna do anything. Yeah, I'm going to. I take out my sword if, and. Uh, I say a quick death death poem, and I'm going to decapitate him. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I thought we would have. I I like this. Okay. No rolling on the broken table. You went to straight to ultra dead. Great. Okay. Okay. Wait. No. 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 It works. So dignity, get... dignity, discipline, empathy, and resilience are all tenets of my creed. I... He's in pain. He is losing dignity by the second. And <laughs> and it's grossing me out. <laughs> it's grossing him out. Like I'm ending his pain. This is a this is a kind I my kicker feels this is a kindness. <laughs> You're you're not wrong at all, and um, this gets to showcase one of the other interesting rule sets um, is that when you die, you can be resurrected. Um, normally, this is usually explored through um, seppuku, but it can also be, happen for other situations. We have a short time period here, so we'll make this as a quick montage. So, Tiger of Hell, you find yourself actually in hell. You were first looking at these crazy, these very strange plants. You felt a biting on your leg, and all of a sudden, you are in Yomi, the underworld of demons and spirits. Um, when you are in this place, you have a showdown 
between a yokai or an oni that you fight to show that you deserve a second chance at life. If you succeed, then you are resurrected. Um, if and your honor score comes into play. If you um, are defeated, um, then you are permanently dead. Now, since this is the playtest rules, the duel for this has not been fully developed. So we will play rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper. May, um, may I recommend a roll instead? Well, I thought that there's this. If you want, because you don't like the odds. Uh, because rock, paper, scissors takes forever. If, no, we just if, do one. And if you what? tie? He, he dies. Oh, okay. All right. Never yeah, mind then. High, high stakes. This is being great, All right. guys. And, and except, except Kevin, scissors. I'm sorry for decapitating you. Uh, Ian, if you it's lose, it's a decapitate or something. <laughs> there. All right. So are we doing it uh, rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. All right. Rock, paper, paper, scissors. Hold on, shoot. hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, but, but. I, 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 we were out of sync there. All right, sorry. All right, I'm All gonna right. change it. All right. Rock, Rock paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. All right. Cool. So you shouldn't have stolen that incense. I, obviously not. <laughs> All right. Um, so, but that means that you can select one of the other pre-gens, and you will be your next character will be we found look at that on this island. His new characters in that hole. Uh, good thing I had hole. the new characters already up. Hey, audience, if you if you are a longtime listener to this show, would you mind maybe chiming in and letting know me know how many player kills I've done because <laughs> I feel like it's a lot I feel yeah I feel like I've done I've done it a bad I've done some bad yeah so in hindsight rock paper scissors when you're dealing with uh remote and the lag of cameras definitely is not the ideal but I in my head thought it'd be something dramatic yeah, I should have listened. In my head, it was like this whole dramatic, like, nah, not it's not worth it. So I apologize for your death. At least it was honorable by the hands of your compatriots. So are the two of you still taking this left-hand path? Uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, just... I, I just saw the guy get decapitated, and I was about to suck plus out of plus. Um, and I'm just... I... I Take another swig, and I'm just that like, was my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite part of this whole thing. Is like, all right, I'm gonna suck the pus out. Uh, you know, how, what how, does it look like? He's in pain. Oh no, he's like, he is foaming at the mouth and trembling. Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna put my mouth on it then. Actually, <laughs> I got bit higher. <laughs> closer, closer, disco. Harder. Harder. Dishonor. Dishonor. <laughs> Dishonor on you. Dishonor I mean, on your cow. 
I'm already dead. Um, I'm <laughs> dishonor. <laughs> F. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so you're um, going to be going towards the right-hand path then. Is that what I'm yeah. hearing? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Okay. Or just, uh, just I, I guess we, we, like, I don't know, cover him with, like, a branch? I don't know. I cover him in snakes. <laughs> okay. I mean, Are you, uh, you're going to be snake handling. Um, I'm not. Okay. I, uh, we'll, we'll take the time to dig him a very shallow grave. And as you dig a shallow grave, you step back to say a few kind words and you see, the, you see the ground <laughs> trembling and there's this sound of a thunderclap, and you see this giant uh, Venus flytrap-like creature just gobbles up his body and just sinks back down into the earth, and you hear crunching sounds. He's one with nature now. There's nothing more we can do here. That's the circle of existence. Which is kind of awesome, because one of the tenets I, I hand, respect for nature. So I put a hand on uh, the monk's shoulder. You are very wise. <laughs> we turn around and just walk away. I honestly have no clue who that was. <laughs> We've been um, friends for years. Oh wait, I'm dead. <laughs> I was I was the best man at your wedding. I was at a wedding. <laughs> so you take this right hand path. And you see more of that razor sharp orchid plants, knowing not to touch them. And you find yourself on this winding path that leads into a grotto. Somehow, even though this whole place has been mired in preternatural gloom, there is a strange shaft of moonlight that illuminates this. And you can see that it's covered in vegetation and there are strange rock formations. The path goes deeper into, into the grotto. Um, I, I'm going to kind of look, just kind of try to peer through the branches and the grass and see if I can find maybe a ancillary character who we might stumble upon. Wow. You don't even want to make me have a poetic entrance for one. Um, <laughs> so again, over there or <laughs> to the left. So, all right, you do see uh, a strange person that is busily harvesting the various fungi that are growing on the cave walls and collecting it into a basket. We we see me. Uh, <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, okay. Uh, as it is the first person who isn't a snake or a Venus flytrap we've seen here, I'm going to approach. We're not dead. I mean, everyone we've seen on the island so far is dead. That's true. Kevin, who are you playing? Uh, I am now playing uh, Rio Malto, or known as a Warrior of Thunder. Uh, it's What's a, the class? Uh, Bakudo. What's a Bakudo? I don't know. I haven't pulled that up on the. <laughs> That's the problem with like authentic Japanese terms for for things. Is like I don't I don't speak Japanese, y'all. Uh, this is it, it should encourage you to learn um That's so true. the your character class is 
a crafty sword with a loaded dice and a silver tongue. They'll charm you with their words and bleed you dry with their cards. So they're a master of deception. Um, so they're kind of fulfilling that kind of a roguish element. So probably explains why you are harvesting potentially psychoactive or at least or hopefully edible fungi. I'll take that chance either way. So the three of you make a alliance of convenience, uh, safety in numbers and all of that, and uh, uh, agree. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, no, by all means. It, I, was oh, just, uh, <laughs> I was trying. I was just I was giving a little fast forward just so uh, because we we're limited on time. But if you would oh, like to yeah. do oh, no, no, if you'd like to do it as a quick uh, role play, by all means. Uh, very nice to meet you both. Um, I, I'm assuming I know your names. Uh, have, have either one of you found a, a small snake? I know it's kind of weird. It's a jungle. Um, oh no! Here, here he is. Hey, uh, is is that pus in your mouth? That's your snake has syphilis. Yeah. This oh. is fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually, not... it says I have a small it... snake, and it loves oh, it me. Does? So. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's perfect. <laughs> so, oh. Uh, uh, what are you guys doing here? We are attempting to free a kingdom from the shackles of death and madness. I'm in. Let's go. Perfect. I love it. You know what? I like part of like John Balsher is like, hey, really? But my samurai is like, of course you're in. It's the honorable yeah. thing to do. Like, why would you not? Well, it's either that or be by myself in the middle of the jungle. And <laughs> um, I'm, I don't want to die alone. I heard blood curdling screams not more than 100 yards that way. Don't worry about that. No one will know. Oh. Uh, I okay. need two of you to roll me d4s. I'm going to roll this time. Oh, I did bad last time. Maybe I should sit out. Uh, I got a roll? two. I have a two as well. All right. So as you are traversing the winding paths deep that go deeper into a cave system, you first come across i'm assuming one of you has well there the moon is able to come through various odd shafts that kind of reflect into this place giving a very kind of liminal appearance to everything you see a pool of what looks to be like a blood and there are five bats that are busily lapping up the blood they don't seem to have any interest in you um is there a visible source of the blood? Have you been on this island long? I'm sorry, what was your name again? What do we want to? What do we want to call Hathor. your character? No, I'm sorry. I was going to say Kevin's character. Oh. What's oh. your? Because uh, you have your kind of your nickname and then your character name. Which would you be prefer to well, be addressed as? I'm I'm obviously going to go by Warrior Thunder because okay, man. Thunder Warrior, Thunder Warrior, Thunder Pants. Thunder Pants is pretty good. Good about that. I was going for the, the, the I guess, 20, 30K reference. Um, all right. Uh, so how long have you been on this island? Have you been more than a day? Um, I'm going to say probably more than a day, roughly. Okay. About a week or so. Just kind of. So you're familiar that uh, it's kind of in a regular times that this place rains blood. That's why this place is called the Crimson Jungle. And on the days when it rains blood, Every creature in this place goes berserk and this goes into a attacking frenzy. 
So that explains the pool of blood. Unless you were just killing someone down here, that explains the blood. Should I should I throw uh, his head in there? Did you keep his head? You kept his head? You didn't tell me that. <laughs> no, I didn't keep his Are head. You, I was like, where did you keep that head? You just pull it out. <laughs> Does this guy look familiar to you? <laughs> this is I I this is there's gonna be one other person to watch this so that gets this reference, but it's like the head of the navigator from the, the Monkey Island where you use the head to navigate a cave system. Anyways. I've been keeping it in my prison pocket. What can I say? Uh, Got a good head. I, yeah, well, I haven't had any complaints, and now I'm dead. Um, so uh, the bats, and I'll explain to them, you know, about the the blood, the raining blood, and all that stuff. Uh, do the bats seem to? They haven't taken notice to us, but do they seem to get uh, agitated? It's you know from your time here, it's just when it rains, when things get rained on. You don't Not so much think the blood it, right. You don't think it's when they drink blood, but you don't know if you want to hedge your bets or not. Okay, um, I, you you all look very new here. It rains blood. Everything goes ape shit. Um, there's also bats laughing at blood over there. Lots of blood. There's a yeah. There's yeah. There's. Have, you, have we figured out where the blood comes from other than this guy? Like, how does it go from in a corporeal thing to then up to then come down? Curse. Curse. Wait, what, what do you mean about things going up and down? Well, well, um, so... Are you a, are you a witch? I'm a monk? I mean, it's kind of witchy. <laughs> um... <laughs> we need to look 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 normally normally guys john would love to spend five hours here in this one area looking at this one puddle of blood i really want to find this cursed city yeah it's cursed city cursed city cursed right, city no baby cursed city all right well um keep an eye on them bats cursed city let's roll right and and friend uh -huh. Be assured that if you get injured in any way, I will happily decapitate you. Reassuring. <laughs> it's now, it's a lot better than you. you think it sounds. <laughs> yeah. uh, Warrior of Thunder, don't forget that uh, you you literally do have a serving of mushrooms in your pack, just as an FYI. Okay. Ooh, and I realize your other character had a boat ton of healing spells and really cool spells and uh, that mm -hmm. has been lost to the party. Yeah. Well, I have a spell. Okay. It's called it's called decapitate. <laughs> Can you spell decapitate? It works in it works within melee range. So as you are progressing deeper into the cave, you as you're going deeper into the earth, there's no more of those random like tunnels that allow moonlight in, and you find yourself in total darkness. Uh, any of you have a lamp in your equipment? I torch? do. I have a lantern with oil. All right. I do not. Are you choosing to keep it dark to stealth into this place and hopefully avoid creatures or use light to help navigate your way? I would well, think we would 
use the light. That's um, kind of where I was thinking. I'm sure we can handle ourselves for. <laughs> I don't know. Gen- my other character generally, snake, generally so. speaking, night creatures are not going to be hampered by their lack of light, uh, but may be dissuaded from attacking because of the light. So uh, as you um, are light your torch and you or your lantern mm-hmm. and start to descend these winding, slippery tunnels into the earth you see skittering along the wall and on the floor are two large scorpions their carapaces kind of illuminate with a soft milky whiteness as they clitter and clack towards you with their tails swinging with that barb dripping venom that's nope yeah I don't want any uh, part of that. I the 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 ghostly figure who uh, our now deceased friend told us uh, about and who we saw, I guess. Uh, he said he didn't say that animals and monsters were the cause of his uh, issues, right? He said they were like invaders. I I didn't follow half of what the guy said uh something red miss can i remember being, um, can i can yes. uh, uh, you you are you are correct he did not explicitly okay. mention monstrous things okay um i i put my sword between myself and the scorpions but i'm kind of just like hey hey i see you i'm not i'm not like going to attack i'm just like like you know if you're cool i'm cool All right. Um, well, that is okay. I... Are they are they cool? That is very interesting. Uh, why don't you roll me two d six? Okay. While I'm rolling these two d six, did you know that if you splash alcohol on a scorpion's back, it will sting itself to death? Uh, that is because they are low. Uh water created critters and alcohol will pull the water out of them and drive them crazy with pain well now and just in case anyone who has alcohol on them i rolled a four and a one. Ooh, that is perfect um so as you try to soothe these creatures they instantly go into a rage and click and clatter their claws and advance towards you okay can well, I spit alcohol onto them? <laughs> I like I that is a pretty phenomenal day. If you would like to use a whole unit of your alcohol, you can certainly spew alcohol onto them. Keep in mind that you need to have alcohol to use your special drunken uh, sake style. I mean, I've got five units. Um, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I will sacrifice a unit of my sake to, like, put it in my mouth so I can at least taste it before it's gone. And then I just... All over them. I, yeah. I really like your tidbit of information there. And so there is this terrible sound of crunching and splattering of meat as both of these scorpions the one that's on the wall falls over they begin to violently sting themselves to death 
Um, you don't think that scorpions would ever make a high-pitched squeal of pain sound, but they both give this keening shriek that just echoes up and down this cave system, and it is uncomfortable as they just go through agonizingly long death rows. I told, I said, we're cool if you're cool. They were not cool, and now they're dead. Mm-hmm. Her words have never been spoken. All right, so deeper into, as you go deeper, unless someone just wants to take a whole scorpion corpse, I, at this point, I, I feel like I have to ask these things. <laughs> Sorry. I actually would like to see if I can take the, the venom sack. Being as resourcefulness is part of my tenants, I could probably use it to coat my tonto. That's kind of neat. All right, uh, go ahead and make me a swiftness check or swiftness or spirit if you're going to use your brains or nimble fingers to separate the venom. I'm going to try spirit because it's a plus two instead of a minus two for swiftness. All right. <laughs> uh, that is a 13 on the die, so 15. All right, so you're able to extract. It's mostly spent, um, but you can get the stinger and the uh, mostly spent sack of venom from one of these scorpions. Now, just like, hey, yeah, got this. Yeah, okay, let's go. So as you descend deeper into the corridors, you see that the rocky walls are now beginning to have little puffs of sticky white material. And as you go deeper, you find that now there are large webs and cocoons. Eventually, the tunnels are completely covered in silk that tug at your clothing and tug at your shoes and it opens into a large cavern and in the light of your torch you can see that there are cocoons and various webbed lumps of various sizes and some quite long like human sized just um, enough I, I do not have a the more you know tip for making spiders implode <laughs> i know <laughs> i know it smells like burnt hair kind of on fire kind of limited to scorpions on that one my friends you see that as you look into the edge of this room there's like a large web that kind of lines the floor and on the other side of this room as a tunnel and you think you can very faintly hear in the distance coming from that passageway the sound of running water anybody got to pee all of a sudden yeah no? okay but i think that that's a Related to, yeah, fair, gotcha. Um, should we head towards the running water, sure. trying to avoid this large web ominously hanging about? Yes, I am not overly fond of spiders. Okay, all right. So you're just gonna kind of beeline. How are you making your way um, through this chamber? I I hate to say this, but I think Torchman is going first. Yep, I've got I've got the light. You you love going first. Yeah. Um, Did I mention that I have like I'm wearing like a red shirt? Okay. This is what, um, what we do. We're guest players. Um, <laughs> we we put him through the ringer. 
And Great. I'm just walking with my sword on his shoulder, just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the? Wait, ah, will you put that down? Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, probably the the directest approach is make me a swiftness check. I okay. <laughs> Uh, that's going to be a, do that? a nine on the die, so it's going to be a seven. All right. So as soon as you step foot into this chamber, you feel the whole floor vibrate, almost like you're on a giant net. And as soon as you feel, you feel all these threads that are running across this whole place, it's just making everything tremble. And out from the darkness, this dark shadow just falls upon you. And it is a giant black widow spider that just slams you to the ground uh and it tries to get a bite on you uh so roll me one more swiftness check oh more this venom is, please this is this is a this is a, a surprise round now once we actually get into combat is that a nat a, one or is that a that's, modified that's a one nat one so that's a minus one yeah um Oh no, my die. Uh, I'll find on. another character. Hold on. Oh shoot, I forgot. Oh my gosh. Yet. Hold up. I you know what? Since this is Mork Mork Borg forgot to, to remind you that your omens in this are called your virtue, and yeah. you can re-roll a die. Oh, you're or 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 can or. I use a virtue to uh use my sword mastery which is my feature uh to kind of like jump in there and interpose my sword between uh, him and the mandibles of this monster on um, for this first round um it's it's wouldn't because it's it's a surprise but the next round you could so i, I was just trying wanted... to i was trying to give uh use one of my virtues to dying over and over again I, but maybe he likes it. I don't know. We all have strange. Don't kink we, shame, John. He's wearing a cannibal corpse shirt, so I think he's comfortable with death. <laughs> it just means he's. A, it just means he's a fan of my books. When yes. I die, please eat my body. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Not the boils. Um, okay. Um, I will reroll, so I will use one of those uh, virtues. Now, one of the key difference between the virtue and uh, omens is that once we actually get into a non-surprise round in combat, one combat maneuver you can use um, is a parry, and you can use a virtue to get an automatic successful parry, which is a harder-to-get defense roll that allows you to have an automatic um, counterattack. So it's a super cool way to use your virtue. Um, so you're able to reroll. And what is your new swiftness check? Um, that's going to be a three on the die. So it's going to be an, uh, a one. Okay. So I'm just going to burn through all these pregens. All of your negative karma. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So to begin with, um, I see. I killed you last time, so I'm gonna let you kill yourself. So the first thing is gonna be the no, poison him, poison him, so I can decapitate him. Oh yes, that's my point. I'm gonna have him roll his own damage die. Oh, okay. Uh, roll Beautiful. me a d8. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's this one. That's a 
five on the die. And I'm assuming that is Greater Vineyard Armor. Uh, my armor is a tier one, so that's... Yep, uh, so you have taken four points. Well, sorry, that's probably a D2 here. Let me pull up your character sheet here. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, yeah, minus D2, so... All right. So, go ahead and take your armor soak from that, and then... Um, you get uh, Venom, so that means... Yeah, roll me a d4. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> That's Hasn't two on that die. with us. <laughs> All right. It's hey, fun. it's short notice. You want to play? Sure. I made this gift of people, <laughs> people, people die. I never you just use it. The name of the game is Humiliate Kevin. We're just you want so envious of your beautiful beard that we are just going to just... <laughs> Grinds you into the ground. So, are you still Kevin, alive? Do you want to us and um, bully you for two hours? He did say I had a chance to run. I should have took it. Um, okay, so it was five points. Uh, I didn't roll a D two or no. Okay, so yeah, you could just roll a D four and then do yeah. Um, one, uh, yeah. So that's uh, one. So that's one point. So yeah. Yep. So so that's four points of damage, and then I rolled a. Two. two for your venom, so that's yeah, total six. So you're at one hit point. I am at one hit point. I am feeling woozy. And the venom lasts for three rounds. So I'm oh, don't worry, don't worry, buddy. I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna let you survive this. <laughs> you're not gonna let me survive this. You're not gonna make it to the next round. <laughs> so, um, so as it, the way I'm figuring it is like the. Black Widow's over me. It's got its uh, fangs it's in sl me. It slams you down to the ground, and it's got its fangs in you. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, so the rest of you, uh, we will go in round robin initiative. Um, so we'll we'll take it from the top, and we'll do. If you're okay with that, Mr. Paschke, we'll start from yeah. the top. So it'll be John, and then Kevin, and then you. Sure. All right. Um, so. Go ahead, and what are you going to be doing, John? I am a very good swordsman, so uh, the swordsman, not John. John disagrees with this fervently. John would just thrust down and, like, shatter the spider's head into Kevin, but not Hattori. Hattori understands how swords work, uh, so he, he kind of readies and moves for and, like, pushes forward full body weight and slams forward sword straight forward up away from Kevin ah, through the uh, through the uh, spider's mouth. All right. So go ahead and roll me your attack. So you're going to be rolling your vigor. Vigor's nice. What are you? Uh, that is an 11 plus 2 is 13. All right. So you bring your sword down and uh, you... No. Oh. Sorry, up, and you feel the carapace of the Black Widow spider resist your um, thrust. It strikes. Um, roll me damage. Uh, I rolled six. All right. So it takes a, a lot of extra effort, but you eventually do punch your sword in. Uh, so you strike it, and it squeals. 
which is a really weird sound for a spider to make. But all of these creatures have been making very odd, uncomfortable sounds. Um, and you see it shifts four of its eight eyes, locking them straight onto you. Four are still looking down at you, Warrior Thunder, but four are looking at Hattori. I give um, it a rude gesture. As a free action. It is a free action. Then for you, Warrior Thunder, go ahead and make me a resilience check. Resilience check. All right. That is a 19 on the die, so 19. All right. So you do not take Venom damage this turn, so you may survive for another round. Um, so you are underneath this giant spider with one hit point. You are feeling frail. You're also you're getting a little bit drooly from the corners of your mouth. What do you do? I'm going to pull the Tonto out uh, and try to stab it into its head where all the fangs are and the venom and the death. Absolutely. I'm going to give you a plus two circumstance since you're underneath it and you're using a smaller sword. So I think that would give you advantage to that. Beautiful. So uh, that's a vigor roll? That is a vigor, correct. Okay, so that's 13 on the die. I've got a plus two on vigor and then another plus two because you're a gracious host. So that's... I mean, you're also probably going to die in a round. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 17. 17. That strikes. Uh, roll me your damage. That's a d4, and that's a 2 on the die. All right. Um, so you bring your sword up. I, you are feeling so weak that all you are doing with your Tonto is just making scores through its thick carapace, but you haven't punched into its meat. Um, you see its uh, jaws with a little bit of your flesh still, like, on it is starting to close down like it's going to go in for another nice bite. Beautiful. Uh, all right, so Black Shadow, Zen, Charles. I feel like that's. <laughs> oh no, there he goes. <laughs> Please, don't, you should do this. Uh, all right. Oh boy, here I go, kill him again. Uh, he. <laughs> He downs an entire unit of Saki in one go. Fantastic. This I, hope that you, I hope that this does like a Popeye thing. He gets all swollen and everything. Yeah. Um, so uh, he goes to attack the crap out of the spider um, with his brass knuckles. Um, and uh, so I, I I drank an entire thing of sake, right? And I would like to think that that the the scorpion venom on the the tanto, uh, the tanto, right? The the short the short little blade, not the full katana, right? That that that's soaking in, right? So so when I go up to hit him, the spider that is, it, it should it should be it's weakened, right? So I should I should make his should sword make didn't punch through, but, but you couldn't probably you scored it. Scored it. Yes. So with so your state of inauguration, do you think that you could just one punch kill this spider? Yeah. You just have one the confidence punch. of a god. Yeah. All right. So um, go ahead and make me your vigor check. Um, so keep in mind that now your vigor is considered to be a plus three. Um, what was the thing that you used your meditation on before? 
Uh, I used uh, it on my minus two stats, and so that's only okay. Minus thank one. you for reminding me. Yeah. All right. All right. So I rolled a seventeen. Oh, fantastic hit! Um, roll me your damage. Uh, what was the damage? Uh, so for you, that's D six. Legitimately forgot. I apologize. No, no, brass knuckles are new. Yeah. All right. So I rolled a three. So you think you can one punch auto kill the spider, and you are so hopped up on Saki, you fervently believe it, and um, you punch it, and it's just like punching an iron kettle. It just your fist clangs against it, and it does not seem to penetrate its carapace. Now keep in mind that we are low on time, and you may have. Um, your vigor, you can choose to use a vigor if you want, uh, or you can save it for some type of other move. No, let's use it now. Let's use my vigor. So, what? Uh, all right. So you want to? You can do max damage then. I would like a max damage. All right. Uh, so you punch, and there's a sickening crunch sound. Uh, as you punch it, and some of the spiders just do leaks out of it. Its legs thrash, and it rips clumps of stick, thick, sticky webbing, uh, and kicks it various directions. Um, and that does make it roll for morale. All right. Okay. Um, so the spider have been punched extremely hard to the face it skitters up the wall and into a recess and it makes the sound of a whimpering dog that has been kicked so that means that dear warrior of thunder make me one more resilience check to see if you survive the final round of venom all right uh that's 12 on the die you somehow survived when you have one hit point. Beautiful. Um, you do have that bag of mysterious mushrooms. Um, yes, I do. I uh, I will pop a, a pop a cap. All right. Uh, so when you eat your sack of mushrooms, um, roll me a d6. D6. It is. That's a two. Oh, good. Uh, then you heal D8 hit points. Oh, hell yeah. If you rolled odd, then you would have uh, taken damage instead. That's a five. All right. You're six hit points. All right. Uh, so you, so, uh, it's a real quick thing. All of you make me a quick spirit check. I got 13 on the die, and so that's a 15 for me. Okay. Um, John, you're on mute. You're still on mute. I know you're doing that. I'm not. Yeah, I got 11. 11. And Zen? Dirty 20. All right. So you catch it first, Zen. You see that a lot of these, after the spider being punched, 
these cocoons, some of them are twitching and pupae or larvae are beginning to squirm out of them. And there's something weird sticking out of one of these sacks. Okay. Um, you I, think it's a scroll? I would. I would grab that. All right. Uh, you're like some of these larvae begin crawling up your arm, and it's just really gross. I don't care. Scroll. Need to read. All right. Um, roll me. I'm making you guys do a lot of random rolls. Uh, go ahead and roll me a d6. Yeah. All right. Uh, the sacred seal that you have recovered is Radiant Cascade. You can choose an ally and an enemy, and you can do heal d10 to both. An ally and an enemy at the same time? Mm-hmm. So I have to heal an enemy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just um, letting you know. Okay. And that's considered to be one of your scrolls. So for you, you can use um, spells twice a day. So you could use your Thundering Roar once or twice. And same thing with this uh, Rolling Cascade. So you wanted to advance into the tunnel that leads to that sound of running water. So as you are, is there anything else you wanted to do in the spider chamber? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, you know... Mr. Patsky, if you uh, if as soon as we got into a fight, you use that scroll, that it wouldn't sigil. heal the enemy much. I right? knew someone was gonna figure that. Yeah. that <laughs> it first thought I, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, on the same yeah, page. Yeah. Awesome, great mind. We're not them. <laughs> so you are able to you climb a winding, meandering, and also just exhausting almost semi-vertical shaft out of this place. Your quads burn, your calves are sore, your feet are tender. Um, and as you climb further and further up, um, you you keep finding, um, you keep hearing the sound of running water until you find like a nice, uh, like a, a little underground river that you can follow it out of this cave. It leads you out into a um, a clearing in the jungle, and the air has a strange scent of cinder and oil. And there's a small wooden house that sits next to a pool that this river feeds into. From here, you also see that a path um, that the river continues and it sounds like it's getting louder and louder further in the distance where the trail is running you said there was a house the small wooden shack you can tell that it's odd that the plants are not growing anywhere near it well, I mean, that's kind of a, uh, you know, on one hand, like, evil keeps the plants at bay. On the other hand, the plants are kind of fucked, so maybe good <laughs> keeps the plants at bay. Either way, I'm going to go knock on the door to that shed. 
All right. So when you knock, a feeble voice echoes from inside, um, saying, pay the price. And you see in the doorframe, there is a small silver chalice carved into it. Ne uh, fill the chalice with beast blood to enter. I want to go all the way back up to get the spider. Uh, how big's the chalice? First question. It's carved into the frame. Like okay. it's decorative. But how big is it? Like, are we talking a shot glass? Are we talking a salad bowl? Are we talking well, a 20 like a gallon hole, fish like, tank? like it maybe it drains into a recess somewhere. So I mean, it, it looks like maybe it's a thimble full. Okay, so it's not like a, a lot of shock blood. Us. Do we have any like leftover blood in the scorpion sack thing? Or... Oh, can I check that to see if there's any sort of residual? Uh... There's some goo in there. You could just kind of milk that in there. Yeah, just do it. Just squeeze some in there and see do what. Uh... Do you want to make some squelching sounds for Adi? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Um. Well, you're welcome, audience. <laughs> they call him Kevin Squelch. <laughs> Haven't heard that one before. Yeah. Okay. So squeezing whatever. You're good. You're good. No, you're cool. Uh, squeezing whatever fluid's going to come out of this uh, uh, scorpion tail. Um, yes. And uh, so after happens. you do that, uh, it drains, and you're like this weird slurping, sucking sound. Oh, I wouldn't and have done then that. the door creaks open, and there's an elderly man that just uh, stands in front of you. Um, <clears throat> and like his tongue is going a little bit numb from the. Venom, but it's welcome to my humble person shop. What can I offer you? And you can see that all the interior walls are decorated with plants, like jars of like, like herbs, um, preserved creatures, lots of there's used the hip of the smell of just a tons of different ingredients in here. Um, so from here, there are, for sake of expediency of time, since we're getting close, um, there is a strange offerings of different things. Um, he quickly kind of gives you a rundown of some of the things that might be helpful for you. Um, there is very tiny font, fireworm breath, Mirror scarab extract, obsidian turtle saliva, widow's ointment, vial of grimbane, and white bloom elixir. Did you say the last one was life? Uh, light bloom light elixir. Bloom. It, okay. it it is a healing salve. Yes, please. I'll take it. He looks at you. I go, that's going to cost a hundred Ryu. Um, still kind of nursing the fang. Uh, how, you know what? Yeah, you look like a fox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
how about uh we roll some dice uh if i win uh half price if you win full price so okay that sounds good i if i also will take trades but uh, sure. I'll, I'll i'll shoot some dice and okay. he's like is this this he pulls out a bottle that has like a murky solution that has like little snakes in it and he takes a swig of it just gargles a whole bunch swallows it and then he goes all right that's better uh yeah i'll shoot some dice okay uh because in my pack i do have loaded dice so all right uh so i'm gonna roll d6 and you're gonna roll 2d6 and wh whoever you pick the highest out of yours and see if it beats mine how about that i thought okay. we were doing rock paper scissors now <laughs> No, that that failed earlier. All so. right, yeah, we're never gonna do that again. And get on the show. <laughs> Lesson learned. Listen to John. John knows all. And also, uh, the old Christopher also said that was a really dumb idea, but I saw it after the fact. So, thank you. <laughs> I do listen to the viewers when I uh, change my screen. All right, what'd you get? Four. All right, yeah, you you beat him. Uh, so he gives you the uh, vial of white bloom, and. Uh, he, he says uh that that uh make sure you wash that bite out it's gonna get real infected in this jungle yeah um, i'm not too happy about it all right so we have a few minutes left do you want to pump this person squash this person for more information or do you want to peek ahead at the next area to see what would be coming your way um, regular game pump for information I feel like we should peek ahead. Peek ahead. All right, we peek ahead. All right. I was gonna, I was gonna squelch for more info, but the council if, has spoken. If this was a full like, we're gonna play this for the next three hours. I want all the information from this guy. Absolutely. The guy um, looks at your calabash sake, looks at his thing of uh, snake wine, and, uh, offers you to a trade. Zen. Okay. I'll agree to it. Cool. All right. So as you follow this river and the path that runs alongside it, you hear the sound of just increasing cascades of water. And what is a kind of torpid little rivulet of a river becomes a fast and dangerous river crossing. You hear uh, the sound of rushing water beating against various sharp rocks sticking out of the river water. There is a tall tree that extends partially um, over the river. And you can see a path continuing deeper in the jungle on the other side. So from here, you could follow this river path to the sound of waterfalls, although it, uh, a wise person has uh, suggested that it's not good to chase waterfalls. Um, Sticking to the rivers and streams may not be good, uh, and there's a path, so you have your options of where you would want to go from here. Rivers and lakes that we're used to? So if you want to go to the path, you need to cross over the sharp, jagged rocks when the rushing water. So your options aren't good. Either you're going to be heading towards a waterfall or you're going to be crossing over swift and 
moving water. I vote heading for the waterfall. I'm with you guys. Waterfall sounds my, good. To my me. my thought is that the waterfall might be at the top of a cliff that would get us see over the jungle and like see what's up. Oh, you know what? I I am mistaken because the path that you need to take that takes you to the waterfall is you do need to cross over. So I should be oh, this mistaken. You. you would have to cross the river. I I just looked no, at the map. No, you lie. You lie. You just no. want us to die in the river. <laughs> All right. No, uh, I thought, okay. there was, I thought send... it was a fork. No, I thought it was Ian, a fork. Ian, Ian, it's fine. We send Kevin across the river. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Funny. Uh, you're doing um, great. We really appreciate you coming out. You're truly I... a friend of the show. The river. <laughs> I <fans>. love that. <laughs> I will head yes. across the river. <laughs> and All I right. think you probably need to make a swiftness check. So... Yes, I do need you to first make me a swiftness check. All right. If, are you wait, are you swimming over this or are you um yeah, frog jumping? How <laughs> frog jumping? No. Um yeah, I'll I'll try to swim across. Uh that's a 11 on the dice so 9. 9 total? Okay. Nine total. Um so you slip and you take D forward damage. Um, right. For the next six rounds. No, uh, but uh, as you are bleeding in the water, um, you start to see frothing coming against the current in your direction. And you see tails slapping in the water. I cast my healing spell. So, as a montage here, uh, you cast the, uh, the scroll. Actually, first, I want you to make your spirit check because I want to see if you cast uh, like one of those arcane mishaps in this, known as um, Kami's uh, Vengeance. 16. Okay, you're fine. Uh, so, yes, um, you see a very uh, overly toothy fish jump out of the water and is followed by multiple and you first cast a healing spell on your friend and you see his wounds seal up and then you see a pack of bloodthirsty piratas beginning to close in on him uh, you can hear downstream the sound of some beast being shredded alive by these piranhas um, and that is where we'll close leaving the audience curious <laughs> is if dear Kevin is going to survive the piranhas uh, I stand above Kevin on the rocks with my sword ready to Kevin <laughs> <laughs> I just go limp and just kind of just wait brace for impact <laughs> You start singing like Sarah McLaughlin. That's gonna get stricken from Twitch with like a, <laughs> a, a takedown request. Um, all right, so this has been the many misadventures of Kevin. Uh, Kickstarting, uh, you can get it for the next couple of hours. Uh, a, a big thank you for the uh, Ronin cast for sharing their game, um, especially Sacha um, for entrusting us. Uh, Sacha Lockfoot is the designer of the game and the author of the adventure again um, is Camila Mera. So, yeah, um, this has been a blast. Um, like I said, I really like 
Japanese, like especially like samurai and and uh, martial arts themed characters, uh, mm-hmm. and this is chock a block full of it. Uh, one of the things I really love about the title itself is that oni is kind of a different color than the rest of the words, so it like pops out and it, it's it's real cool. Um, so I yeah, I'm very grateful that we got to play this. Um, so a couple of announcements. Um, we released the trick by Douglas Ford. Uh, it is out on Amazon and Madness Heart Press now. Uh, Douglas Ford is an incredible kind of like bizarro folk horror author. Uh, he won the Literary Nasty Award this year for Little Lugosi. Uh, and the trick is out now. Um, next Sunday, we are releasing Everyone Dies Famous in a Small Town by Mr. Rath James White himself. And the weekend after that, of course, we have um, Beautiful Darkness, a collection from Jay Wilburn. Uh, the uh, first Saturday of June... I will be uh, at Austin Comic Books and Games. Nope, Austin Books and Comics. There we go. Uh, at the uh, Staples Gaming Expo. Roland Coons and I will both be there. We'll be demoing Odd Gods, Dungeonator, and Orc Borg. Um, I will also have um, copies of Whispers of the Dead Saint, uh, as well as some other games like Morka Beans and stuff like that. So uh, lots of cool shit. Um, Sorry, my mind is a little scattered this day for reasons, but um, you know, I want I want to encourage you all to check out Bog Wizard, our opening music and closing music. We uh, the song is Barbaria off the album Purple Miasmic Smoke. Um, yes, and Barbaria was used to recently scare a squirrel out of Ian's walls um, because squirrels. <laughs> Squirrels, while adorable and often chubsters, uh, do not know how to rock. Um, so there you have it. Um, Kevin, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm I'm sorry for for the harm that befell you. Do you have anything yep. you'd like to plug? You... Um, I I, I want to thank you guys for having holes. me on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would like to plug the the death coming out of um thank you guys for having me on uh i think i won this whole thing because i got to play two characters and you guys only got to play one sucks to be y'all um uh i don't really have anything to plug right now i uh i have another podcast project that i'm working on i've got the uh, working on the details now but as soon as i know stuff i will share it with you guys wonderful another actual play fantastic um i'm also working on another podcast thing in theory i know i know ian um uh this is uh i have been hounded and hammered to do a jewish horror uh podcast for a while and i'm going to be teaming up with jack zeint uh the jewish monster hunter who is like is like a goddamn actual scholar (laughs) of jewish folklore and monsters as opposed to me. Uh, so uh, look forward to that. Nice. Um, obviously, uh, Charles, uh, we released a cover 
Uh, we did a cover reveal of Charles's next book, uh, which is He Led Us Into the Wilderness and Spoke to Us. Uh, it's The cover art is from Simone to Meta. I was attacked. Um, Not the only and one. And it's a fantastic cover. So um, I think that's all the news that is news. Um, do if you are watching this live, go back it because it's super cool. If you are not watching it live, uh, go anyway and see if they have a pre order store up. Uh, because believe it or not, that really, really, really helps. Uh, get on the backer kit and go to the pre order store, it it helps us so much, guys. Um, if hey, here's another thing uh, if you read one of my books, if you if you buy one of the games that Ian has worked on, leave a review. Uh, hop on DriveThruRPG or Itch or Amazon, wherever you buy it or wherever you want to buy it, and leave a review. I, I can't... Amazon won't start showing my books to people until they have 50 reviews. Good or bad. Like, if you hate it, say you hate it. Like, be honest, because that helps me grow, but, like, writing reviews exponentially helps us and uh and uh that's just my soapbox right now please 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 read reviews of things that you enjoy um that's all i got um friends thank you so much for joining us on this consensual journey that we call wandering monster i have been john there's something in my eye baldisberger Even for Moss, apparently I have a vendetta against Kevin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Paschke. I'm Kevin, and I hate all the animals that Ian throws at me. We will be back next week. Until then, maybe train your dog to attack Kevin. The fuck? Can only hurt Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>